Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Meets and Beats with your host, Tony and AJ. Season 2, episode 1. And we're back. And we're back, whether you like it or not. I had to make that joke. I don't even yeah. know what jokes I make anymore. It's been so long. Yeah, well, has it been like two months? I guess I don't so. Know. It feels like two months. Our hiatus uh, is complete, and we are back. Back up in the heezy. Yeah. Um. I guess this episode is going to be, uh, as Tony would put it, a recap. It's my thing. Yeah. It's my phrase. It's what we're, I say. We're going to recap it. A uh, holiday recap. Um. I don't know. I guess we're probably just going to ramble for an hour or until something happens. Yeah. Yeah. Rambling about Thanksgiving and... Oh, we haven't even been since Thanksgiving? Yeah. Dude. Thanksgiving. We did our Thanksgiving food. Oh, episode, yeah. Oh, and yeah. And we broke for Thanksgiving in the holidays. Yeah. Which a lot of stuff has happened. Hey, it's been a while, but remember to put the mic right to your mouth. Right to the mouth. Right to your mouth. <laughs> like, make it make contact. That's what she said. Hey. Speaking of that's what she said. Um, Thanksgiving, I don't even remember what we ate. <laughs> I know I didn't eat a single piece of turkey. I ate some turkey. Did I make chili? I made at least two pots of chili since we've last had a podcast recording. I know I I made chili New Year's Eve. A full hundred pounds of it. Oh, I did. Wait. No, I didn't make. No, that was. I don't know what I just said. I made chili on Christmas Eve, but yes, also New Year's Eve. Ah, yeah. I don't think I made chili for Thanksgiving. I think for Thanksgiving, I don't know, dude. It's just been like... (laughs) It's This this holiday season has been a bit of a blur. It's been a blur of just food. Shit everywhere coming at you from every direction. As in always, as the holiday... I can't even talk today. You can't even speak. He's tongue-tied, ladies and gentlemen. As the holidays usually are. Yeah. That's what I was going for. Um, I think... Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Thanksgiving. I know I didn't have any turkey because I remember saying that. I think I had like tamales and um, for sure some apple pie. We did a full-on traditional thing down at the beach house. Yeah. It was nice. We enjoyed it. Had what was the highlight? down there. Uh, I don't know. Turkey was definitely on point. Fried yeah. or baked? Just traditional style. We did it baked. Mm. Yeah, everything was good. And my mom made this like pistachio pudding thing that was really good. It was like some white people stuff. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth. <laughs> I, I, I could see the look on your face. I knew I knew where you were going with that. <laughs> like, let's make this pistachio pudding and then pay our taxes <laughs> on time in a timely manner. Yeah, before they're due. Yeah, definitely no one that has ever made pistachio pudding has ever been behind on their child support. That's probably a fair <laughs> statement. Or even had to pay child support, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, who knows? Collected it, surely, but yeah, I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think, I mean, obviously, I don't even remember our Thanksgiving, but whatever. It's been so long ago. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to recall. I do remember Christmas. My brother cooked up a badass prime rib. Oh, nice. It was nice. Well, how did he do it? And he, uh, he just did it in the oven. Okay. And it came out spectacularly. Yeah. Gotta give him props. Nice. I mean, I didn't get any of that, so. Yeah. It's because you weren't invited. That's true. Also, I didn't realize that I had promised Tony some tamales and then didn't deliver. 
Still have not gotten them. Yeah, well, they're gone. They're all yeah. gone. We they, don't. We're not like the far kind as of, I know, they never existed in the first place. Well, we're not the kind of folks that like cook them and sell them because there's like the effort to dollar ratio. It just is not there. Uh, we're just the kind of folks that make a handful and then eat them. Yeah, for family yeah. and friends. Except mostly for just family. not this friend. Yeah, no, just mostly just family. Like okay. barely even family. <laughs> like immediate family. Immediate Like people yeah. inside the house <laughs> yeah. at the time. Like if that your hands don't have masa on them, you don't get to eat them. Oh, that's probably yeah. a fair rule. Yeah, I mean. I did yeah. watch an episode of Shameless where there was like a tamale like gang yeah. in Chicago. Okay. And the way they were making them made my skin crawl because oh, it didn't look like any tamales i've ever seen were they really big i don't know it's like all kinds of i don't know they look like they had no idea what they were doing to act out rolling them to begin with the meat Uh, they had was like bright red some kind of bright hmm. red looking maybe it's a chicago mexican thing i don't know but are there mexicans in chicago oh yeah okay and in the episode, though, uh, there's like this tamale gang war. Like, <laughs> Trump sends all the Mexicans from Texas like to, a turf war? To, to Chicago because it's a, a sanctuary city. Okay. And they get there off the bus from Texas and immediately start making tamales. And there's like this turf war between the nice. two Mexican families that are making tamales. It was pretty funny. Yeah. But I mean, keep it real. Yeah. Yeah, Shameless is funny. If you hadn't watched it, you should. Uh, I think I watched like one episode, but I just didn't get it because it was like right in the middle. I feel like I need to start from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it's like growing up in Surfside, kind of. Okay. Well, now I'm in 100 yeah. percent in. Yeah, like if you want a, a sample into growing <laughs> up of, into old school Surfside, not now. Like Surfside's greatly been gentrified. In the yeah, last few I've years, heard there's but, like a Whole Foods and a Starbucks. Yeah, but yeah. back in the day, <laughs> if you want to get a snapshot into what that life was like, watch yeah. Shameless. It's funny. Oh, cool. Anyway, we got off track. Yeah, of no, we didn't. We our never first would ramble do that. of the day, but Captain Tangent. <laughs> um, uh, Christmas Eve for sure. I know I made chili. And, like, we had this whole big thing at my sister's house, and I'm always like, well, how much chili do I make? And then I go from, like, well, I need to make a ton of chili to not everybody needs to get full when they come to a Christmas party or any party in general. Like, you don't have to just come and pig out. But, of course, there was plethora of food. We, My uh, brother-in-law gets, like, deep-fried everything happy. And oh, yeah. so he'll be like, well, I'm going to deep fry something. And then it's like, well, I got the fryer going. Might as well deep fry a few Dude, other things. That is so true. Like if if I go through the trouble of setting up my fryer and yeah. putting the oil in it, I'm going to fry shit for a couple of days. Well, And it's like the peanut oil is $20 a gallon. Yeah. That's so. what I'm saying. It's expensive and it's time consuming to clean that shit up when you're done. Yeah. I mean, you might as well make the best of it. Yeah, I mean, so, unless you're doing a fish fry, it's hard to oh, yeah. it's hard to backdoor a fish fry with mini fried stuff. Like you can do like chicken tenders or wings or something mm-hmm. in that oil, but you don't want to get too crazy with it. Yeah, so it started out as just doing like steak fingers, but like breaded steak fingers. Like we got him, we got some cutlets and whatever, and then it was like, oh, well, let's just throw some uh, some mushrooms in there. And then I don't even know what else got thrown in there. There was so much fried, fried everything. And then uh, somebody brought some menudo. And what else did we have? A whole bunch of desserts, pies, cookies, 
my sister went on Pinterest and made a whole bunch of like the Grinch like little fruit things that look like the Grinch. It was like a a piece of banana and strawberry and a mushroom or I mean a, a marshmallow. And yeah, it was just very full very, on Pinterest. Yeah, bro. Full Pinterest. Um She's been out of Campo a long time, huh? Huh? That sounds like, you know, some uppity El Campo Pinterest. Oh, thing. yeah, I don't know. I've never been on Pinterest because I'm a dude. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so that party lasted until the wee hours of the morning because it's also my aunt's birthday on uh, Christmas Day. So, like, we celebrate at midnight. And we did one of those. Oh, yeah. this You probably know exactly what I'm talking about because it's the whitest thing that I've ever done in my life. Um it was a saran wrap ball. Is that even too white for you? I oh, think that wow. might be. So you start with like a prize in the center. So you get like, I don't know what, I think it was like a bottle of booze or something. And then you wrap saran wrap around it. And then you start putting other prizes in there like candy or lottery tickets or, you know, some like gag gift stuff and, you know, whatever random random stuff that you want like cool stuff and then you just keep wrapping layers and layers of saran wrap around it and it gets the size of like a basketball and then you get everyone around the table i put it on my snapchat story you get everyone around the table and you get dice so one person starts unwrapping trying to get to the prizes while the person to their right is rolling dice and when they roll a double then you pass it to them and it just does that so you you unwrap this thing until the person next to you rolls doubles on these dice. And so anything that you pull out of there, you get to keep. Like, there's, like, little airline bottles of whiskey and whatever. And I don't feel like that's a white people thing. I mean, if you're rolling dice know. and you got to hit doubles, I don't know that that's a white people no, thing. No, that's definitely white. That's like Parcheesi or Yahtzee or no. something. You ain't never played a dice game, my friend. I mean, I played my kind of dice games. Yeah, throwing but, down for singles. Yeah, that's not white, though. I, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So that, to me, your saran wrap game seems reminiscent of that type of dice game. Okay. Well, whatever, Maybe I'm crazy. I, I'd never seen it until recently. But whatever it was, it was really fun because then it gets competitive. and It does sound actually really pretty entertaining. And honestly. it's hard to unwrap that saran wrap because, you know, it's hard to find an end. And then you, like, start cutting into it and whatever. But it gets pretty heated. It was good heated. times, though. Nice. Yeah, and we didn't do anything too special for Christmas Eve. I mean, I, I think I'm, I made a big thing of chicken noodle soup. Oh, nice. Uh, like, I've been rocking the keto for so long. I've, yeah. I, I was dying to have something. Well, so. it is the least sustainable diet ever. Not so. really. Yeah, it is. I've done it off Look and it on for two Google years. It. Google it, like when we opened for O Town. <laughs> hey i'm down over 40 pounds thank you yeah so but anyway made a big old pot of chicken noodle soup which i included mushrooms in by the way pro tip. thing uh it's it is in my house when i make chicken noodle soup i always add mushrooms to it okay anyway that was quite delicious that was uh shit yeah christmas eve and then joe my brother threw down on the prime rib on Christmas Day. Yes. I was going to do one, but I never got around to it. He made enough food for probably 25 people. Yeah. And there was eight nice. of us. Heck yeah. Yeah. I so. saw some some Wagyu prime ribs at HEB. 
they're like 350 bucks for like an eight pound or a nine pound roast. I can't see how it would be that much better than what my brother made or what mm. the primary valve had out at Lane City when Brent makes it. Like, yeah. I can't see that a Wagyu primary is going to be that much better. Three times the price. I don't know that it's going to be three times better. Um, Maybe I'm crazy. I don't know. Yeah, I would say yes. Probably not those ones because uh, I know we shout out HEB a lot, but I'm just keeping it 100 right now. It's the not real Wagyu, Wagyu right? It, well, okay, so it's Texas Wagyu, which I think, to my knowledge, means it's only got to be like a certain percentage of Wagyu, and then the rest is like Black Angus. And it might not even... I'm, I'm pretty sure the label might say Wagyu-style Texas beef. I think it does say that. But I, I bought a few steaks, and I wasn't that impressed. I mean... Of the Wagyu I've had in H, uh, from H-E-B or even restaurants that's sourced from Texas Wag, what they call Texas Wagyu, yeah. I just haven't thought it was that great. No, I want some Japanese Wagyu. Now, that would for sure be definitely leaps and bounds above, like, just a regular old, you know. Can you go to, like, can you fly to Japan and bring it back with you? Would it be cheaper that way? Um, I don't think you can because you got to go through the USDA. You personally cannot bring back any meats or vegetables. So, like, it w- I don't know what the price would be actually in Japan. If, if you're listening still and expensive. you know, please, you know, let us shoot us a shout out so we know this. But yeah. would it be cheaper to just fly there I don't and think cook so. yourself a prime rib? Um, and well, vacation I mean, how much, is an, how much is an international flight to Japan? Probably, like, two or three grand. Yeah. Yeah. A Kobe prime rib is probably that much. Yeah. I would say. Well, I've seen uh strip loin is like 1500 bucks for a roast or whatever you would call a strip loin roast, I guess. Um actual Japanese wagyu. Oh. Wagyu. Wagyu. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe maybe not flying over there. Yeah. We just got to we just got to get enough people on our Patreon. Yeah, shout out to our Patreons. Anonymous is the new Patreon uh handle. Oh yeah. It's no longer Taylor Swift is the greatest ever or whatever. Or greatest artist of our generation. Yeah, of our generation. It's now Anonymous. Oh. So shout out to Shout anonymous. out to our Anonymous uh Patreon. Coming up, we'll be able to do three people on the podcast. Yeah, here. we're going to have guests yeah, this soon. season. Spoiler yeah. alert. Spoiler season alert. 2 is the season of guests. Yeah. Maybe guest. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I don't we'll see what At happens. At least one. Maybe nobody even wants to come talk to us. Yeah. I mean. Sometimes I don't want to talk to me. I, I mean, I'm, <laughs> I got to sit across from you. So nobody yeah. knows better than I do. Yeah. Um, what about Christmas Day? Are y'all big on that? Yeah. that's. I mean, we did the morning with the kids. Yeah. And then shot over to my brother's house. And did the prime rib and the ham and came home with mountains of food to throw in the fridge, which I took all the leftover prime rib and I made quesadillas out of it. Nice. That was pretty strong. Um, And we did Missy's family Christmas and uh, her father-in-law did a butter chicken, which is like a... Missy's father-in-law? Yeah. Your dad? Oh, no, her stepdad, I mean. Oh. Yeah. Her wow. stepdad, sorry. <laughs> fail, family fail. 
His name's Jimmy. Shout out to Jimmy if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> anyway, he made a badass dish he calls butter chicken, which is basically a, a yellow curry chicken. Okay. And you eat it over rice. Man, it was delicious. That's the last thing I expected to hear on a Christmas Day dinner. Well, it wasn't Christmas Day. Oh. This was like the following Saturday. Okay. Uh, it was her family Christmas, the following oh, Saturday. Oh, got you. Um, and it was really good, man. I told him to send me the recipe, recipe for it. It's, yeah. It actually reminded me of, uh, I don't know if you, you're not big on Asian food, but I used to go to a Thai, a Thai place in Houston, and they had a dish called Panang Curry. Okay. And it's like a yellow peanut curry that they make gotcha it reminded me of that but it's it's pretty badass you would have liked it nice and because it was called butter chicken you would have tried it i now, definitely would if i would if i would have called it pan and curry you wouldn't have tried i'd have been like oh <laughs> yeah no i gotta go wash my hair Yeah, but butter chicken i mean hell. butter i like butter i like chicken <laughs> i think it's actually uh yeah like a indian indian type dish like yeah curry is all middle middle eastern stuff you know like gotcha thailand india you know that whole area yeah we should probably do a trip there too at some point to Thailand. Maybe season three. <laughs> <laughs> season yeah. three, we'll do that. Pull a uh, <laughs> what's his name off of Silicon Valley? I don't know which one. T.J. Miller. Them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He just disappeared to Thailand. Yeah, we'll just go away. Um, near Christmas Day, we did my sister's house again. Um, breakfast, so it was just very regular breakfast. Bacon, sausage, potatoes, eggs. I always do it up for breakfast. Yeah. I did a. I think I posted it on the page. Uh, biscuits and gravy, homemade oh. homemade gravy. Nice. Uh, did you know bacon and eggs and all that stuff? It was it was good. I always do it up for the kids. Yeah. Um. Oh, my mom sent me a a new thing that I hadn't tried. I guess she saw it on Shark Tank or something. Uh, it was called cupcakes. But the whole thing is it was in, like, mason jars. Oh, yeah. And I, three oh, you bites, tried one. Three yeah. bites is all I got. Yeah, you I had one, yeah. To go to sleep and... Yeah, uh, AJ like came to hang out shot. for the Texans game, and I yeah. had some left and let him try it. It was quite delicious, but it super was. rich. Yeah, definitely not for the, like, week. <laughs> it's yeah. just... If, if you really regrets. want something sweet. Yeah, I'm not really big on sweets. But we needed that cup to make some sous vide eggs, which probably <laughs> didn't even get eaten. Uh, <laughs> I think she ate one of uh, them. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. We did did a few different other escapades over the holidays. Yeah. Did I post anything about the uh, the stuffed tenderloin? I don't know. I did a bacon wrapped pork tenderloin that I stuffed with cream cheese and jalapeno. Of course you did. Yes. Can white people cook anything without cream cheese? That's what we're gonna find out this this season. I swear, every tasty recipe starts out with get a block of cream cheese. Well, speaking of being stuffed with cream cheese and jalapeno, you like those bacon wrapped shrimp, didn't you? Yeah, I ate one. Yeah, but you don't like shrimp, so I don't really care for seafood. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure those were like farm raised shrimp, so they didn't taste like anything. Yeah, it was good. But I don't know. Eh, the uh, whatever that sauce was was delicious. That was a Thai chili sauce. Yeah, which you probably wouldn't have tried on your ballin'. own. Yeah, yeah, they have some uh, some very tasty Asian sauces and dishes. Yeah, just gotta open up your mind a little bit, man. I don't want to do drugs again. <laughs> <laughs> Are you past that phase oh, in your life? Oh man! Speaking of which. Uh, 
we're not in the music section yet, but uh, I'll go into that later. Never mind. I I uh, I zigged when I should have zagged. Uh oh. My bad. I was trying to go ahead. I was like, I'm trying to like. I didn't make any notes, but I made some mental notes, and I was like, don't forget these things. And yeah. then now, yeah, we're not now there I yet. tried to. Now and I, I know to, I know where you're going with being on drugs. I had to. I finished too soon here. Um, I can't believe that we did an entire episode on kitchen gadgets, and I didn't mention my Coco Motion machine. What? Dude, and I thought about it. It's a, for those of you that don't know, a Coco Motion machine is by Mr. Coffee, and it's kind of like a blender, but not, it doesn't really have a blade. It's got just a very small, like, little paddle in the middle of this blender, whatever. And you put your milk, and you put your hot chocolate mix, whatever you prefer, if you're a Hershey you know syrup guy or you know swiss miss powder guy or or gal uh or non-binary or that's way too many options or for spectrum for hot cocoa or whatever i mean if are you making chocolate milk or are you making hot cocoa I'm making hot chocolate so i'm a swiss miss yeah of i'm course. all about that Throwback. if you're putting syrup in it that's not hot hot chocolate okay that's chocolate milk okay so you put your milk in there you put your swiss miss and it makes it hot and it stirs it all up for you know i don't know like four or five minutes or something and then it comes out delicious and you just pour it out and uh you make your little thing oh no it's cool we have a straggler among straggler us. in the in the mix here yeah no it's fine um yeah so our uh kitchen gadgets episode is our number one episode and i can't believe that i didn't talk about my number one kitchen gadget of my life i mean if other than that grilled cheese maker like those two together on like a cold winter night. <laughs> <laughs> You're you were at home making grilled cheeses and hot cocoa. Yeah, and watching the Hallmark Channel Christmas. I feel like you just turned yourself into a Baby Yoda meme. Oh man, <laughs> I wish I knew anything about Star Trek to get the Baby oh Yoda. Oh my memes. God, you just pissed everybody that <laughs> is listening off. First of all, it's Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars, my bad. And second of all, it's part of the Mandalorian, which is a show on Disney Plus. Never heard of it. Yeah, probably not. Yeah, it's just another streaming service to bundle with the eight other streaming services. Yeah, remember have. when those came out and it was like, oh, you don't have to spend a hundred dollars a month on cable or internet or uh, satellite. You can just buy this, and now I've got five of them that are twenty dollars each. Yeah, yeah. Now my total bill is not any cheaper than it was before. Yeah, and like the worst part is. I've got Hulu, and now I can't even watch the shows that I was watching because I have to have, like, Hulu Live or something. Not only do I have regular Hulu, but then I had to add the HBO to watch Silicon Valley and whatever else I was watching. Yeah, I have Hulu, Hulu Live, Disney+, Plus, Netflix, Amazon Prime. Yeah. And all the stuff that I use my dad's login for. Yeah, <laughs> dude. You're, like, $200 deep. I spent $20 or whatever it was on Hulu this month, and I didn't watch one single second of anything on there. Why? There's all kinds of good shit on Hulu, man. I don't know. Just check out Letterkenny. I don't really have time to watch shows. Letterkenny is like the dumbest Canadian comedy you've ever mm -hmm. heard. 
The uh, entire episode is basically one-liners. Okay, I can get yeah. it on. I can get yeah. on board on it's, that. It's it's like some of it's really fucking goofy, but there's some funny shit in there. Yeah, I was watching Blacklist on Netflix, but now it's like, oh no, you got to have Netflix whatever TV or something. So now it's like an extra ten bucks a month. I was like, I don't even want to pay the first ten bucks a month. Yeah. So whatever, I'm probably gonna cancel it again. I canceled it and then I re-upped it. Just to watch the Sturgill Simpson thing. And then I was like, oh, let me watch some Blacklist. And there's a lot of good stuff on Netflix, man. I, I watch, just never I have gotten into it. Yeah, there's a show called know. You on there. It's about... Yeah. Uh, well, it's too late. I can't watch that because you're like the 10th person that told me that I should watch it. So yeah. now it's trendy and I hate it. Oh, yeah. I'm now out. You can't I'm watch 100% it. out. But <laughs> the people that are recommending it probably know it's the type of show that you would like. I don't so. know. What's about like killing people or something? Well, it's like... It's like Dexter. It's like Dexter. Yeah, yeah, I don't care. Yeah. I'm already out. <laughs> You're already out. <laughs> I'm already out. It's like, how much can this white guy get away with and you still cheer for him? All of it? <laughs> <laughs> Everything? Like, would this show work if it were an a- Arab guy? I don't no. know. Uh, probably not. No. I don't know. Um, New Year's S- Eve. Speaking of, real quick, speaking okay. of racist America. Okay. Did you... Listen to the Ricky Gervais monologue. I did. It was awesome. <laughs> I mean, the set of balls on that guy yeah. to go up there and just call out every one of those people. Oh, my God. It was, it was quite entertaining. It was quite epic. Like, yeah. he needs to make a sequel. Yeah. Well, you know, he's too bad he's already dead. Yeah. He did not <laughs> kill himself, folks. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, mm. so... New Year's Eve. Uh, the, the coup de gras of the holiday would be the New Year's Eve party, right? 100 pounds of chili. Um, hastily made. Hastily made in a submarine pot. But man, it came out good. I, yeah. I got to give them props on that. It was delicious. I was skeptical because you could see how hungover he was. Yeah. And... <laughs> It you was know. good. Um, I ate like four bowls. My buddy Marshall ate like eight bowls. I don't and know then how. And passed out before midnight. And then he didn't even make it to midnight. Shout out to Marshall. Hashtag oh, 2688. Man. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I think I had two regular bowls and two Frito pie bowls. I did two Frito pie bowls and then one not Frito. I think I only had three. Did you two get Frito any? pie and one not Frito pie. Did you get down on the black eyed peas? Nah, man. Bro. You were missing out. I don't believe in superstitions. Even if you don't believe in superstition. Well, then that would mean I was in the superstition. They were quite delicious. I'll try them right now. I mean, if they were here, I would eat an entire bowl. I don't know. Whatever their recipe is for black-eyed peas, it is awesome. It's just like eating, like, regular charro beans. Like, Hmm. they they make them come out just amazing. Interesting. Probably uh, salt pork. It's whatever it is. It's great. Yeah, and I've made them at home, and I've never been able to get them to come out that way. So, shout out to Miss K and Dano for their yeah. amazing black eyed. They're definitely listening. I'm sure they are for yeah. sure. Um, the worst thing about New Year's Day, I couldn't find anywhere to eat. So my my buddies came in. Uh, my buddy Marshall, aka Uncle Marshall, aka Twenty Six Eighty Eight, came in from New Braunfels. And uh, my buddy Ray came in from San Antonio, and the next morning we're like, "All right, let's go get some tacos." 
Tacos, menudos, nothing was available. Five places that I tried to get tacos at, all of them closed. Did you try Fernandez? I did try Fernandez. Oh, they're usually, Fernandez and Preferita are usually the go-tos yeah. if you can't find any. Man, so I ended up at Whataburger. They not were, that there's anything wrong with Whataburger. Not anything wrong with Whataburger. I got me a breakfast burger, and it went hard. Yeah. Pro tip on your breakfast burger, you got to get bacon and sausage and the hamburger patty. What? Yeah. Next Did, level. Didn't they just announce one of those? Like, I don't know. I want to see us. I want to say I saw an advertisement for that. I don't know. Maybe. Recently. Probably. Yeah, they're, they're following your Instagram, bro. Maybe. I don't know. They're definitely. But yeah, it was, uh, you know, just a game changer. Yeah. yeah. It sounds sounds like a hefty hangover cure. Sometimes I don't feel like the uh whatever what a sauce or pepper gravy sauce i guess that's two different things sometimes i don't feel like having that in there i'll throw some grape jelly you're a madman yeah i mean you might as well you're already in a grape jelly on your breakfast sandwich yeah well that's the thing okay let's get into it it's my normal breakfast sandwich at whataburger is a biscuit with sausage and egg and then i throw the grape jelly in there because okay it's a biscuit Biscuit's got to have jelly or gravy, but in this case, it's the jelly. But then I get into the Whataburger sandwich, and I'm thinking, okay, well, it's breakfast. I want to throw some uh, grape jelly on there, but then it's also a burger. Do I want to put ketchup in it? But I don't ever put ketchup on my eggs because I'm not that guy. So now I'm just lost. You just articulated an entire high inner monologue. Yeah. Like that's what it sounds like to be high, ladies and gentlemen. That's yeah. that's like the process that goes through your mind <laughs> when you're stoned. Like uh, he just he just articulated it. Yeah. Play it back. That's what it's like. If play you ever it, were wondering, because I'm sure all of our listeners are very innocent and they have no idea. Yeah, totally. Anyway, yeah. So yeah, that's I've where never I'm put always grape at. jelly on any of my breakfast sandwiches. Yeah, I do. I, I do the grape so. jelly, man. Sweet and savory. Might have to try that one day. Yeah. Check it out. It's kind of like the uh, the pork steak I made the other day with the honey pecan uh, meat church and then cayenne pepper. That was pretty good, man. Dude, I liked speaking it. of which, somebody tried to roast me on the comments on one of my videos because I have I cooked with meat church's holy cow and then meat church's gospel i mixed them together on whatever i was cooking and some guy in the comments was like oh i like this video but i was out as soon as you started trying to push your religion on me talking about the gospel and talking about holy he cow he was trying to roast you because of the names of the seasoning yeah i was like bro i didn't name the stuff wow Anyway. Wow. I, I just don't even have any words for that level. Every time of... I think the comments can't get any more ignorant, here comes another comment that's but wait, even there's more. Ignorant. more. <laughs> <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, that's only pay an extra sh- shipping and handling charge and we'll double this offer. Man. Nah. You wanna see some gems of comments, just follow Vice News. Oh man. And some of the nonsense they post and yeah. then just get in there and read the comments. Oh my god, it's hilarious. Yeah, I watched some of their stuff. Some of it's pretty entertaining. They have some really good news programs that they put out, you yeah. know, but 
and the shit they post on social media, I think, is intended to yeah. stir up the comments. Like, I think they're going for it because they'll post the most ridiculous shit. Yeah. But it's hilarious to me. Anyway, mm. I mean, some people get all charged up on that. But Yeah, I have stuff to do. At I mean, Facebook has been ablaze in 2020 Bro, already. The first meme of 2020? Yeah. Yeah. I love the internet, and I hate it at the same time. Yeah, it's been a, uh, it's been something to watch. So, Baby Yoda was the last meme of 2019, right? Yeah, Baby Yoda I think was going? the last last one. It's still going. Yeah, but I think it's the last new one to hit. Yeah, um, first meme of 2020 was it Iran? There was so many Iran memes. I feel so like many. Iran was the first meme of 2020. There's so many good ones. I, I, there wasn't a standard format for it or nothing. No. But there was yeah. just so many of them. True. I think the best one was the the dude with the shitless look on his face, and it said, "When when you're an Iranian soldier and you hear fortunate son, start playing." <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Even though that's an anti-war song, folks, if you listen to it, yeah, but it's kind of ironic. It's played in every war movie. <laughs> yeah, even modern war movies. It was even on Jarhead because they were talking. He was like, "Dude." The songs from like the seventies or the sixties. It's like, can't we even get our own song? Yeah, it's in like every war movie. Mu- yeah, war movie. I bet that no one listening probably even knows what song that we're talking about. Fortunate son. Yeah, but uh, by, by the name, by their name, by the name of the song. Oh yeah, you play the first yeah. riff, and everybody you'll knows know it. it. You don't even know that you know it though. Yeah, that one. Uh that Lost in Vegas channel that we that we follow, yeah. they did a review of that song. I don't Shout know if you out Lost that. in Vegas. Yeah. If you don't w- uh, watch Lost in Vegas, just do it. They're the best uh, musical review yeah. channel on YouTube. I think the best far. one to start with is uh, the Chris Stapleton um, Tennessee Whiskey. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, very that's a great, vid- a great video. It's yeah. really cool because, like... It's fun to see people's reaction to the first time hearing something, especially if it's something that's not in their wheelhouse. Like, yeah. you can tell they've never heard anything like that before. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely they're not definitely, like country listeners. I've been watching so. a lot of their videos lately. I've yeah, been, me too. Been diving deep down into the the YouTube game. Yeah. Here in the past few weeks, with all my free time. Free time. What's that? Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll tell you what it isn't. Oh, well, I don't know when when it came out, but um, we're going to talk about Nick Cannon versus Nick Cannon. Oh, so. Because it's not Nick Cannon versus Eminem. He's only Nick Cannon versus Nick Cannon. So, so real quick, guys, (laughs) this, that actually got me back down into the road of, and we'll get more into it, but that got me back into freestyles and hip hop and diss tracks, which we're going to, we're going to cover some artists of that. Genre coming up here in the next few weeks. So, dude, like, but Nick Cannon, what are you doing, bro? Like what you were talking uh, about dude. earlier, I was gonna go into it, but I didn't want to jump the gun for the second time today uh, about how the Vice News stuff is just like it's gotta just be for shock value and only like it's not serious. Like that's what I felt like the Nick Cannon stuff was about. Like he wasn't really serious, right? Like I don't think he so. didn't really I think- come after Eminem, like. You I think just that his death uh, wish. I think his wild and out show got moved. Like it wasn't on VH1 or whatever channel it was on. It got moved yeah. and picked up by another channel. 
So I think he was trying to generate PR for it because yeah. he's become basically irrelevant at this point. Since, yeah. Since he left America's or no, he got fired from America's Got Talent. I don't know what that and, is. Uh, yeah, you don't know what America's Got Talent is? No. The TV show? No. Is it a karaoke show? No, I mean they do all kinds of different stuff. Okay. It's a talent show. But it's like music and... Oh, it's where they exploit people that have dreams on a TV show yes, and then exactly. completely abandon them afterwards? Yes. Okay, It's cool. one of those. Anyway, he was a host <laughs> of said show. Uh, and since then, he hadn't really done anything but his wild and out thing. And then I guess old Mariah left him a few years back. Oh, man. And, uh, I missed out on a lot. And yeah, I think he was just... Uh, I don't know. Jamie fact-checked that. But yeah. <laughs> I think he was just trying to generate... PR for his new show. I mean, why else would he put out three diss tracks like from something that happened ten years ago? Yeah, like Eminem was talking shit about Mariah what ten, twelve years ago? I mean, Dude. long fucking time ago. Probably on. I guess Fat Joe had a track oh, that yeah. Eminem had a verse in and referenced something about it. But from what I understand, it's because Nick Cannon brought it back up in uh, about a year ago or something. And then, uh, so he releases these three diss tracks. Eminem does not respond. No response. His fans respond yeah. and roast him. Like, Dude. his fans' video, his his fans' reply videos were better than the diss tracks. Yeah. They had more dislikes on YouTube than likes. There was a lot of memes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I so posted many memes. quite a few of them. There was yeah, the, one, the best one was uh, <laughs> uh, Nick Cannon killed himself unlike Jeffrey Epstein. Yes. <laughs> that was a good one. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, that definitely was a good one. Oh. But yeah, I don't know what he was doing. He's obviously on drugs. But yeah. <laughs> I would say he's on drugs, but uh, judging by the way he smoked that blunt in the one video, he's never done drugs a day in his life. So oh, dude. I don't know That's what, what happens when you don't have the right people around you to tell you, hey, man, you know what? It's not Probably a good idea. Probably not a good idea, bro. Like, who listened to that and is like, man, yeah, that's some yeah. fire, bro. Put oh, it yeah, out. let's put that out. World star. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah. Oh, dude, I thought I had a world star moment yesterday at Sonic, bro. Oh, man. Oh, dude. So I went to Sonic, um, I guess, around lunchtime. And it's pretty busy, you know. Of course, I parked on the cool side because I'm not a nerd. And um, there was, like, a situation happening at the entrance, but, like, between the entrance and the exit. So I think somebody just, like, stopped got rear-ended or something i didn't see what actually happened i just saw that there was like some people trying to go around it and then i heard someone shout pull over man and so immediately Uh i started filming of course like any (laughs) any good citizen would (laughs) right i started filming and uh, i'll show it to you later (laughs) they pull into that sutherland's parking lot and the dude gets out and I'm, of course, I'm just making things up in my head. I'm like creating the dialogue in my head. I feel like the uh, the guy that got hit didn't speak English because he got out and immediately was shouting with his hands. Oh, yeah. Trying to explain things. I feel like there was a language barrier between the two guys. And, like, oh, I mean, it was, I mean, he is in the guy's face. I was he just did, waiting huh? for it to really pop off. Yeah, like he was in his face and like touching the dude's chest, and I was like, "Bro, you don't, you don't just touch a dude's chest, man." 
He was yeah, in his face. That's, that's a little across the line. Yeah, and then like they were looking around the back of that truck, and then like looking at the side, and like the guy is like pulling out his phone to like take pictures, and the other dude is like getting in front of him so he doesn't take pictures. The one that hit the other guy. The one that got hit was trying to. Oh, no, no, no. You know, I don't even know what happened. I don't know. There's just two guys just shouting at each other. I don't know who shit got was about hit. to go down. Huh? It looked like. The dude that was the most aggravated was the one that got rear-ended because the guy was they were like behind his truck looking at the back of it. So I don't I don't know what happened, but anyway, um, then my food came, so I left. Oh, so man. I didn't get any resolution. Did you try that uh, Biggie Cheese thing that they got going no. on? No, what is it's, that? It's a new burger they got at Sonic. It's, oh, it's got like the onion ring in it. It's quite delicious. It's oh. like the Biggie Cheese or the Big Cheesy. Are they, yeah, like that. I, are all of the fast food chains trying to outstoner each other or what? I don't know, <laughs> but I'm like, okay with Jack it. Jack in the Box started it with their Munchies menu, yeah, or whatever, and now Whataburger got into the their Munchie menu, rich, and then that they had a bunch of stuff where they were just throwing yeah, a bunch of shit on top of French fries, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> or, or the like, the, uh, the KFC bowl. That's yeah. pretty stonery. We should do a whole episode on stoner stuff. On stoner food, yeah, stoner food one hundred and one. That would be cool. Um, but yeah, anyway, so, uh, I just got a hamburger and yeah, so like the car hop came out and Sonic burgers are underrated, by the way, they're underrated They're underrated for sure. And they're Pe- always piping hot. People don't, people don't give Sonic credit. Sonic, yeah. Sonic brings the heat when it comes to burgers. Yeah, they do. I'm about it. Chicken fried yeah. steak sandwich there. I haven't tried that Dude, one. Dude, that's a sleeper. Yeah. I only get it like once a year. That's <laughs> all my heart can handle. <laughs> but you know what? Uh, whenever I'm like, oh, man, I don't feel like cooking, but I'm hungry, but I don't want the same thing, I always go to Sonic and get me the sausage breakfast croissant sandwich. Oh, yeah. Their breakfast Dude. sandwiches are always good. Especially at night. That's that's my uh, Oh yeah. That's my mix it up. Oh, nice. Yeah. Anyway. When I mix it up, I go like. Go eat pho or no, sushi. I'm talking about here in El Campo. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, the gas station don't got pho here. Not, no more. not a lot of uh, options here in By the El way, Campo. It's pho. Whatever. Just like it's, don't. Just like it's tamale and not no, tamale. No, that you're not even no. Whatever. No, no, that's not. You're completely changing the word. That would be like saying it's changing the enunciation. No, yes. O and a, uh, they're not even close. That's like saying Colorado instead of Colorado. Okay, you're still saying the same thing. But if you say pho and pho, that's not even close. Okay. Well, America. they should have spelled it differently then. So, whatever. <laughs> I'm going to appropriate change it however your, I change want. Change your language. Do you want my money or not? Because I want to buy your soup. <laughs> it's a soup, right? It is a soup. Karen, do you want the pho or not? Yeah. Do you want it or not? I'll, I will go to In-N-Out. Yeah. Immediately, <laughs> oh man! So we we started to dabble on the music segment, yeah, and, and then we uh, came back to food. Always back, always to comes food, back to food. Um, so what I was gonna say earlier is the Whiskey Myers tour kicked off today. Oh, did it? Yeah, there's like six Texas dates. <laughs> I need to try to catch that one. Yeah, we need to try to catch a Sturgill and Tyler yeah. tour if we can. That was Shout sold out, out to, within uh, ten minutes. Did it sell out? think so oh shout out to Ticketmaster for not letting me buy tickets yeah i signed up to be like a official fan or whatever it is you got to do like you got to give them 
your zip code and which show you want to buy tickets to and like your blood type or whatever. And then, okay, when it's time for us to go on sale, we're going to send you a code. So they sent me a code. My code didn't work. I try to log in, can't log in. Nothing's happening. I get frustrated. I bail out. Yeah, that's kind of lame. Yeah. Well, hopefully we can get tickets on the resale market or something. Yeah, um, well, we can probably just get in on our credentials as podcasters. Yeah, press pass, right? Yeah, we're clearly established. I mean, this this is season two. <laughs> yeah. Not just season, season one. Yeah. I mean, we're official. Have to be. We're basically professionals. I mean, hopefully. Are we journalists? Yeah, hopefully these cook-offs that are coming up, will that'll work for them are, at least. Are we freedom of the press? Uh, we're kind of. I feel like we're protected by the First Amendment. We should be. I mean, hmm. yeah, we're going to just give it to the people. I'm sorry, but the Constitution is my press pass to get into this concert. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Here, I have a permit. I can do what I want. <laughs> yeah, the Constitution is also my permit to carry. That's a uh, Ron Swanson. Yeah call out right there shout shout out ron he's listening <laughs> yeah because he's a true american he's actually canadian right? i know yeah the character is Whatever. a true american but yeah the actor is canadian nick offerman but but yeah so we got lots of concerts to try to check out yeah we're try to hit up the cook-off circuit you know the rodeo there's a, a local the, cook-off in february i just saw today yeah i heard about that uh they have fire a taco. department right yeah they have a taco uh Category, taco breakfast taco. They have category. taco, chili, brisket, and ribs. Chicken, ribs, brisket, sausage, beans, chili, breakfast taco. I want to say there's one more, but I can't remember. Damn, I want to be, be a judge on that fucking cookout. Right, Dude. you need to hit up your El Campo contacts. I know you got them. <laughs> I know you know the people to talk to about this. Probably. I mean, if Meats and Beats can't get on the panel of judges, then I mean, how official are we really? Right. <laughs> I just don't want to eat a bunch of people's bad cooking. Man, I did a... I was a judge for a cook-off in Freeport. It was... God, what was it called? Riverfest? Okay. I think it was. They had a brisket, chicken, and ribs. Gotcha. And... I didn't have anything that I was just was like, man, that was awful. I had one yeah. piece of brisket that was dry, but that was a very positive experience for me. I, I quite nice. enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think if I saw any shows over the break that were noteworthy. Yeah, we saw Jody at New Year's Eve. Oh, yeah, Jody Booth. Jody Booth did a really Shout good Shout out Jody acoustic, Booth. He did really good there. until it was time to go to bed. Yeah. Till it was late. Till it was <laughs> the set was over. <laughs> it was the set was definitely over. Um, yeah. I don't know if I went. You to were gonna go to that one show, but you didn't end up going, huh? Yeah. The Cajun, what was it? The Cajun band? Or? Oh, yeah. There was a couple of shows that I ended up not going to. Anyway, that happens. Sometimes yeah. I get flaky. Yeah, I get a little flaky. You sometimes. talk about it, and then you're not about yeah, it. Yeah, well, you know, it happens. Yeah. I've been uh, diving into some freestyle videos since yeah. the Nick Cannon diss. Yeah, and yeah, I sent you a couple of them, but yeah, the Locksmith on Sway from early December. Yeah, was 15 minutes of craziness, <laughs> dude. 
And then uh, King Los on L.A. Leakers Freestyle was mind-blowing. Like, yeah. How do you even... I don't know how you could do it. I mean, he, he said shit that, like, I had to, like, Google it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was crazy. We'll have to do a whole episode on freestyles. It's coming back, man. Maybe I'll hit a freestyle. I've been known to freestyle. I used to attempt to white person freestyle yeah. back in the day, and it okay. was awful. And I was, like, probably hammered drunk when I did. Well, that you usually know? goes hand in hand. Yeah, you know. But, yeah, maybe, yeah, a whole freestyle episode segment might be in order. I think so. I because think I have another note, but whatever. It's there's been a, a lot of... A lot of shit coming out netflix had actually a decent show it was a uh, rhythm and flow i think yeah and it was pretty well put together i mean it oh. had a i mean you had to deal with listening to fucking cardi b's dumbass but mm. ti and chance the rapper the other two judges okay i thought they did a pretty good job with it they had really the finalists were the finalists i thought they should have been and the guy that won uh, was the guy i thought should have won up Nice. I felt like they did it. They did it justice, and but it wasn't like over sexualized or trying to like pander to any one thing. It was like about hip hop, about the art. It was good. So it was like American Idol, but for hip hop. Yeah, that's cool. Did they good. abandon that artist at the end too? No, they gave them. It was actually they did it differently. They gave them two hundred fifty thousand dollars without any contractual stipulations. They could go spend it on a, a boat if they wanted to. Oh, man. And they paid the taxes for it. Nice. Like, it was like a whole, like, it was a different kind of giveaway for, for the winning, winning that type of show. Like, you don't have to sign any record deal. You don't have to do any kind of music with them. Like, you want to go start your own studio or however you want to spend it. Nice. You're completely free to do so. And I That's thought that cool. was pretty, I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah. And uh, like I said, they they did it justice. It wasn't like it wasn't corny or they didn't pander to any particular group of people. I mean, they just did their thing. Yeah. So speaking of that kind of shady music business practices, uh, if you haven't watched the Lou Pearlman story by Lance Bass, oh yeah, I don't know what it's called, but it's about the Backstreet Boys. Now, before you say anything. Hear me out here. <laughs> you don't have to be a fan of Backstreet Boys or NSYNC or boy bands or anything to find this story compelling because it's it's not about the music. It's about the business and how this guy basically just robbed these kids blind uh, on what is considered the worst music contract in the history of music contracts. Yeah, Very like, interesting I'm definitely story. not a fan. I was skeptical when he told me about it, but it's about the business side. And this yeah. guy did some. He he was a shady guy. Yeah, but uh, these kids just they signed a shitty deal. Yeah, I mean they still signed it, and some of them signed it when their lawyer told them you would be a fucking moron to sign this. Yeah. Okay, well I'm gonna sign it anyway. And then some of them <laughs> even signed it. Okay, so let's get under it real quick. <laughs> just like a short rundown. So there's a guy named Lou Perlman. He was, like, this New York kid. He came up, then he was got into, like, blimps somehow and started making some money on some blimps and stuff. Then he started, like, uh, leasing out airplanes or doing some, like, work on airplanes. And the new kids on the block back in the 90s rented a plane from him. And he was like, how do these kids afford to like rent a plane for me and then he realizes oh okay i'm i'm in the wrong business so he way more money in yeah boy bands so he decides to create the boy band 
recreate the boy band craze, I guess. And uh, but he's conveniently located in South Florida by yeah. Disney World, so yeah. he's able to get the like the people that Disney's exploiting. Yeah, <laughs> with, yeah. with the Mouseketeers and like the character actors that yeah. are already trained to sing. Yeah, it, so he yeah. like gets this house and he f- does an open casting for these kids, and they get all the the Backstreet Boys are the first one he does. He gets these kids and he puts them in a house, hires choreography trainers, vocal trainers, puts up all of this money and like creates his band, signs them on this contract and creates the Backstreet Boys and they're just, you know, raking it in. You know, they start making all this money and then he's like, oh, well, let me just recreate it that way. Instead of someone else ripping off this idea, I'll rip off my own idea. So then he creates in sync, and then he like pits them against each other. Yeah, he leverages against each other. Yeah, and, and uh, it was genius marketing move right oh, there. Completely great if you're a soulless businessman. And so he basically works these kids to death, and for the first three years, they don't get paid at all. And he finally presents them a check. And they're thinking, oh, is is it going to be a million? Is it going to be like five million, ten grand? That's where he fucked up. Yeah, because he was making boatloads, hundreds of, of millions of dollars, probably. They were selling millions of records, man. They were selling like they sold like ten million copies of whatever the first record. And the margin you know, was on like, that shit. That was, was back when people were buying records, you know. Yeah. But anyway, so the whole story is basically how about. How he made these terrible contracts for these kids to sign, and they signed it, and then he created like LFO, um, O Town, some other chick band. Like there was this Latin band that he was working on. Then they had the show creating the band, and this was all after the Backstreet Boys and NSYNC sued him to get out of their contracts. And everybody knew everybody how shady knew. he was. And like they, there was even a segment in the show where the chick was like, "Yeah, my lawyer told me this is the worst." contract he's ever seen yeah, and i'd like, be an this idiot would to be sign career it. suicide and, and I, signed I signed it, it. immediately <laughs> like, i have no sympathy for that yeah, person yeah like, so it's crazy man but um everybody the, wants uh, that shot at fame man dude everybody hey wants justin to, timberlake made out okay he he did and then lance bass uh, i guess produces short films now so it was one that he produced um but yeah it's just it was just crazy and i think the funniest little tidbit that i took away from uh, the the song Bye Bye Bye, and off that record, No Strings Attached, that whole record was actually written about the Lou Pearlman situation, but they just changed the words to make it sound like a, a romantic relationship, when really it was all just about the business relationship. And they were free from his yeah, so awful contract. That's why it's called No Strings Attached. And then, like, you may hate me, but it ain't no lie, baby. Bye Bye Bye. It was about the dude, man. Hmm. I can respect that. Then they got paid. Then they finally got paid. Yeah. Right on the end of boy bands. Yeah. yeah. As they exited the scene. Yeah. Hey, man. Start up, cash in, sell out, bro down. Yeah. I mean. Boom. I ain't mad at it. I ain't either. Wish I had some of that fat boy band cash. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so the craziest thing about this whole story is that all of the boy band members and like the people that oh so i mean this was like a whole ponzi scheme that he did he leveraged the success from the boy bands to oh, yeah. some defrauding investors yeah, yeah he had like 21 people that gave him their life savings uh as they're like they're like oh well we own part of the backstreet boys 
And of course, everybody else is like, no, you don't. I'm like, well, that's what we invested in this whole company, right? Anyway, he got 25 years in prison for this Ponzi scheme. But the craziest thing was all of the people that they interviewed were like, I don't think he was a bad guy. They still don't he, think he was a bad they guy. They didn't think he was a bad guy. After, they, after he took all of their money, they still thought he was. That's how charming this that's man was. That's the definition was. of gaslighting. That's a con man, bro. That is a con man that pro is excellent level. at pro-level gaslighting. I mean, I know a couple of guys that are pretty good con men that shall remain nameless on this podcast. But golly, man. like Not that it's level. It's just crazy, dude. Yeah, he's just... But yeah, that's on YouTube for free. So yeah. yeah, y'all can go check that out. I forgot what it's called, but just, you just look up Lou Pearlman and it'll be probably the first thing that pops up. Yeah. It came out a while back, but very compelling for yeah, sure. Man. I don't know. I don't know. That's all I got. Yeah, I think I think we're we're ready to wrap it up. We got a lot of a lot of stuff coming up. Hopefully yeah. we'll get to the brisket tour and the brisket tour. Uh start hitting the cook offs. Thailand. Japan. Well, uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> wherever the wind shall take us. Yeah, uh, sign up for our Patreon. Um, Check out our website. Yeah. We got merch. Get some merch, y'all. All right. 